0: The Greater Raleigh Sports Alliance is proud to support the sixth annual Box to Row Countdown to Kickoff. We look forward to another fantastic season of HBCU football filled with great games, rivalries, pageantry, and unforgettable fall Saturdays. The Greater Raleigh Sports Alliance works with local partners to grow the sporting event industry in our area. The GRSA has an extensive track record, of securing and hosting successful tournaments and championships, resulting in significant economic impact for the region and an enhanced quality of life for our residents. To learn more, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Raleigh NC Sports. Best of luck to all area HBCU football programs this season. The 2022 State Fair Classic, Grambling State versus Prairie View A&M, Saturday, October 1st at the Cotton Bowl. One ticket gets you into the fair and the big game. Also, Grammy Award-winning Ashanti Live. Then the Classic kicks off at a new time, 6 p.m. New coaches, old rivalry, and an iconic halftime battle of events. Tickets available at Ticketmaster.com. Visit StateFairClassicFootball.com. Sponsored and part by City of Dallas, Dallas Sports Commission, McDonald's, Black and Positively Golden, Chevy, Cricket Wireless, Methodist Hospital Donald Ware. It's Manic Monday here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Monday, August the 22nd. I'm Donald Ware. I hope you had a wonderful, wonderful weekend. I know I did had a chance to uh, get away uh, for just a little bit because listen, the football season, as a matter of fact, is going to begin on Saturday. The HBCU football season is going to begin on on Saturday, and you have a handful of games, and then the bulk of the football season is going to kick off on Saturday, September the third, with some games on Thursday, September the first. So, with it being August twenty-second, we did not have a show. Obviously, on August twentieth, which was a Saturday, we air generally speaking Monday through Friday. I thought I would take this time um, to talk to you about Box to Row and how. It got established, reason being, it was August twentieth of two thousand five at five oh five PM Eastern time that the intro music played and that you still hear today if you've listened to the show. By the way, those that listen to the HBCU football daily podcast or watch this HBCU football daily podcast every day, we have a national radio show called Box to Row. It originally started as From the Press Box to Press Row. Now better known more known uh and really uh, you uh partly as some of the listeners and others have over the years as everything is kind of short you know how you've had names that you have you've had long names right but then names get shortened especially in the times uh, that we're in so the name became box to row it has stuck and it has been on the I- on the air for 17 Years we play that intro. We still play the same intro for the show. So let's talk. Let me talk to you a little bit about how uh, and why, as a matter of fact, the show got started. I came up uh, in the Washington area, uh, Silver Spring, Maryland, uh, by way of, of of course, of Hyattsville, Maryland, and Lewisdale, the neighborhood, Lewisdale, uh, more specifically. Came up as a big sports fan. Those that are from the DMV may remember the name. Of Ken Beatrice on WMAL AM 63 used to listen uh, to his show quite often, um, whether going to bed at night or, you know, a lot of times after after then Washington Redskins football games and so on and so forth. I, I, I sort of was a, you know, a radio junkie in a lot of respects because I would listen going to bed to Washington Capitals games or Baltimore Orioles games or Washington Bullets, as they were known at the time. Now, of course, the Washington Wizards, those games, there were no Washington Nationals around at that time. And generally speaking, the Washington Redskins would have already played earlier in the day. And I would have watched that game, so I wasn't listening to those games going to bet. But I would also listen to, like, Larry King, you know, uh, live. He, when his radio show, I know a lot of people will know him from TV and CNN, but Larry King is a radio guy uh, back in the day. And so... You know, I just had a profound interest really in radio. As I got older, the first nationally syndicated sports talk show that I can remember uh, would have been the Tony Kornheiser show coming. It was uh, facilitated out of Washington, D.C. believe it was 980, the team at the time. WTEM was a national show, but you had others like Jim Rome still going on strong, so on and so forth. But when I would listen to these shows, and I was fans of these shows, I'm a big sports guy, like huge specifically pro sports and i think that uh, may come out a lot in what we do uh with box to row huge sports fan pro sports more specifically and and even to a, a degree uh a washington area sports fan at the time the issue and I still am uh but 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 any of the shows that i would listen to you would never hear anybody talking about HBCU sports and uh, so I thought this was a bit of an issue although if you look at some of the greatest players to ever play in the National Football League a lot of them came from HBCUs you can look across the NBA you can look across track and field you can look it across any area of sports and, and of course in uh, in general in society for that matter some of the greatest people that we've known are HBCU graduate so you know as I got on into my broadcast career of course you see right here Morgan State University I graduated uh, from Morgan State um, and and, but I had done some media stuff like I had uh, I had worked in the sports information department uh, at Morgan State under then Joe MacGyver and uh, the assistant sports information director at the time was Lamont Germany also the play-by-play voice for Morgan State athletics really and he still is to this day and so that's how I kind of got introduced uh, to the radio side of things but being in sort of in the media business I'd done an internship at BET I'd worked at the Washington Post so I'd you know done some media type of things and but again HBCU sports being a passion of mine as both parents who had gone to Howard University as one that had graduated. Uh, from Morgan State University there was not a lot of talk about uh, if in in fact z- really zero talk uh, about HBCU sports on the national sports talk radio circuit so started thinking about some things in april of of 2000 uh, uh, 2005 actually and um, really started getting some things together formed a company and um really got this this sports talk show thing um, where I wanted, I had some, some, uh, you know, some experience in doing some syndicated radio um, at Shaw University with the Shaw Bears uh, Sports Radio Network. Um, so I said, "Hey, you know, I was in the sports information business. It, it was cool, but I, you know, I, I, it was, I just some other things that I wanted to do. So I got out of that. In essence, started the show. Um, drove from. We're here in Raleigh, North Carolina. Drove from Raleigh." to a station in Baltimore, hosted that first show. On that very first show, uh, we had Hal Lamar, uh, who, who covers the SIAC uh, and has covered HBCUs and the SIAC for many, many years. Benita Best, who's the editor of the Triangle Tribune out of Durham, right uh, up the road uh, from us, covers the CIAA and HBCUs, and also Luke Williams, editor of the Black College Sports Page, who still, uh, who still has the black college sports page. I think Luke may be even celebrating close to 30 years of the black college sports page, which is still going strong, very strong with HBCU sports and uh, really uh, getting that word about HBCUs out to newspapers all across the country. His page uh, runs or is syndicated in newspapers all across the country. So we were talking about Terrell Owens at that time. So I'd always been talking about kind of pro sports as well, but, really that focus on HBCU sports and that day August 20th 2005 the show was born of course today is August 22nd 2022 so it's 17 years later hosted the f- three of the first four weeks of the show the one week that I didn't host uh Terry Banks actually hosted that show and after that fourth week Terry Banks became the permanent host of the program. So at that time, that very first show, we were airing in Raleigh, here, right here in Raleigh, North Carolina. We were airing in Birmingham, Alabama. We were airing in the Baltimore area and, and Washington, uh, for that matter. We were airing in Raleigh and we were airing in Greensboro and Winston-Salem, North Carolina. So had a decent, you know, little cluster of, of radio stations. Um, We were paying for the airtime at that time. Of course, you could listen, as we called it at that time, the World Wide Web. You could also listen to the show via the World Wide Web. Um, Also, Terry Banks, as I mentioned, took over hosting duties. We come come to January of 2006. Well, at that time, we're paying for airtime. Well, we got some advertising, but not a lot. So the money ran out. I mean, that was it in terms of the syndication part, but Having the relationship here in Raleigh, there was one station that not only still carried the show, but we were able to host the show from uh, same time slot, five p.m. on Saturdays live, and that was on Waug uh, AM seven hundred and fifty at the time, which was and still is owned by Saint Augustine's University. It's a commercial radio station, uh, now b- better known uh, with the uh, with an FM as Hot ninety seven. 9 fm and and we 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 hosted that show each and every week from that time on to january you know january of 'o uh we're talking about then you know june july starting to build some radio stations back up got back on in greensboro got on in daytona beach rest in peace by the way to mike johnson who's the f- who who passed away but was the play-by-play voice for bethune cookman Uh, specifically football, was very responsible on W-E-L-E for getting the show on in Daytona Beach. And guess what? W-E-L-E in Daytona still carries um, the program. So we started to kind of build it, build the stations back up. Next thing I know, uh, we were on in Dallas, uh, Texas. We were on, I don't know if we ever got on in Las Vegas, but we were on in Salt Lake City, uh, Utah. We were on in all these markets, just started to really build the program and build the radio stations back up and always placing the emphasis on hbcu sports yes we did some other things i mean and sometimes we mix the two i remember when uh back in january of 06 uh right before we we had to kind of downsize um terry banks was able to interview at that time uh michael strahan uh, and this was before the the Giants won that Super Bowl in in uh in I guess it was what 08. Um, so had a chance to you know talk to, to to the likes of a Michael Strahan during that time. Rasheen Mathis would come on um uh, uh, the program. We had Gus Johnson, of course, the great Gus Johnson, NFL uh, more so NBA vo- former voice of the Knicks uh, Howard Grad that had come on the show. We had some people that were coming on the show um, uh, you know, back in the day. Um, but again, we, 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 we always fell back to our roots of HBCU, uh, sports. Um, I can remember one of the great players. I think one of the great players to ever play in the CIAA basketball was Allison Hardy. She played at Bowie state. She came on the show. She had, you know, had an opportunity with the LA Sparks, um, at that time. So we had some, we, you know, we just had some great guests and we were continuing to kind of build, um, those radio stations uh, back up, you know, th- and while always making sure that we focused on HBCU sports, we, you know, went into some some other realms. We talked with the likes of a Serena Williams back in uh, that was what J- uh, January of two thousand. Uh, see, was that yeah January of two thousand seven? Ser- the great Serena Williams, who says she's retiring after the U.S. Open. Uh, came on the program. I mean, we had so many people that were coming on at the same time. We were building the radio station up. And and, and in 08, uh, one of the, uh, just, now, so let me back up. We actually, back in 07, were on in Washington, D.C. at that time, was on WPGC AM uh, 1580, um, which was great. Was happy to be home in my hometown area. It was great. Um, But then we, uh, we we were not on WPGC, so we weren't on in DC for a while. But then we struck a partnership with um, Howard University and came on uh, Howard University's HD Two channel um, at the time w, uh, WHUR ninety six point three HD Two, um, which is still on the air. Um, you know, we were just building in all of these different markets, and so it was just it's just it was just great a wonderful ride to really see. Um, how the program has gone. For me, I've always been one that has really, really enjoyed um, uh, celebrity, you know, in in terms of, uh, um, you know, being able to talk with movie stars and, you know, rock stars and musicians. And I, I, I like conversating really with people. But, you know, then we started to get into talking to, you know, the scar faces, you know, of the world and, I mean man I tell you what the the show has just grown uh exponential exponentially over the years to the to having uh, not only great guests but radio markets I mean we're on in you know like nine nine of the top 1050 markets in the country right now the Jacksonville's um Florida's of the world the Nashville's uh of the world of course we're on in Washington DC we're on here in Raleigh we're on In Pittsburgh, we're on in Kansas City, we're on in Portland, Oregon, we're on in the Tidewater area, Norfolk. Um, Just so many great markets uh, and places that carry this program. Um, It is so unbelievable. And now, of course, also on three Sirius XM channels now. HRR Voices, which started in December of 2011. As a matter of fact, our first guest on the Sirius XM channel was Master G was uh was uh, uh gentleman from the M- Master G from this from the Sugar Hill gang uh, was on the program um December 2011 was one of our first was our first guest actually and one of our first guests also was uh was uh, Candy Burris. Candy Burris was on the program. Um we came to the HBCU channel uh which is series XM channel 142 in 2013 And now we're also on ESPNU radio on Sirius XM, which is channel 84. uh, And that happened in 2020. So, you know, it's been a great ride. We've had uh, some of the likes, uh, you know, people, the likes of Kevin Durant. uh, You know, I mentioned Serena Williams, Michael Strahan going back a couple of years ago. You know, Michael Strahan, when he was with the Giants was big. Michael Strahan now uh, as a pro football Hall of Famer host of GMA, formerly host of of Kelly and Michael and all of these game shows, you know, has been on on the show. Kevin Hart, Ice Cube, you know, Jada Kiss. It's just been, it's just been great. Josh Stone, you know, we had a 20 year, or excuse me, a 15 year celebration uh, back in in 2020, on August 20th, 2015. That was, of course, during the pandemic, we had a 15-year celebration. We're on the show. We had Kevin Frazier, who was a mentor of mine, coming up. As I was coming up as a student at Morgan State, I would call upon Kevin Frazier. At the time, he was working for Fox Sports. I uh, would just call upon him, get some advice from him on various things. Also, a mentor of mine was William Roden. Um, of, uh, who ha- he has his own podcast. because William Roden, the um, columnist uh, at the time for the New York Times, is a Morgan grad. I would would we'll talk to these gentlemen. But on that show in 2020, we had Kevin Frazier. We had Doug Williams, who, man, I tell you what, uh, you know, D- D- Doug, uh, you know, I call him Coach Williams. has been an, an advocate of, uh, of this program over the years, and I really appreciate that. He came on the show, and then we had... You know, star Josh Stone that came on the show. So, you know, we were going to give you some HBCU. We were going to give you some sports. We were going to give you some entertainment, love entertainment. And then, uh, you know, of course, had uh, Josh Stone on the program uh, in 2020 during that 15 year uh, anniversary show. But there's been some great times um, w- with this program. It has grown so much. We've, you know, we've done live shows from the CIAA tournament. Um, over the years, we've done, you know, we've done stuff at NBA All-Star Weekends. Uh, I remember in 2013, driving from here, meaning Raleigh all the way to Miami for Game 7 of the NBA Finals between then the Miami Heat and uh, the uh, San Antonio Spurs at that time. Uh, Major League Baseball All-Star Games uh, going to, um, to, 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 not Shea Stadium, but City Field, uh, up, in, up, in, uh, up in Queens uh, for the Major League Baseball All-Star Game in 2013, was in Phoenix for MLB All-Star Game in 2011, was in um, St. Louis for the Major League Baseball Game, All-Star Game, uh, and activities in 2009. Um, you know, Super Bowls. Um, you, you talk about, um, you know, U.S. Opens. I mean, been so many places and done so many live shows. Going out, we also used to um in the spring go around and do live shows from spring games. We've been to Albany State. We've been to, you know, to Florida AM. We've been to AT. We've been to Shaw. We've been to Tennessee State. Um, you know, the list kind of goes on North Carolina Central. Uh, we've been to quite a quite a few places, you know, over time with live shows. And so uh, you know, even with all of the great guests uh over the years that we're, and I'm leaving, I mean, it, you know, we've had ludicrous. I mean, T.I., um, you know, I mean, it's been j- just so many people. I can't, you know, can't hardly, you know, Jim Brown, you know, was a guest on this show. Of course, Jerry Rice was a guest. Um, you know, so many great, so many big names, uh, Coach K, uh, right, Roy Williams, right, so to, to, I can't even hardly remember all of the names, but at the end of the day, What we come back to and what we're going to be known for, even though we, you know, I think some people try to label what you do as something, right? So you, you know, you label it as an HBCU sports show, which is fine. Uh, It's not just an HBCU sports show. I think it's a, I think it's a talk show, first and foremost. Um, You could add the word sports talk uh, if you'd like, or the word sports to talk uh, uh, before talk, if you'd like, uh, although I, again, I, we, just, I just, we just like having, com- we just have conversations with people. Um, I mean, we've had, we've had representative Clyburn, you know, on the show, I mean, politicians, but you know, sugar, Ray Leonard, uh, sugar, Shane Mosley, um, uh, I'm trying to think two weeks before he fought, he had a big fight. Um, I can't remember exactly who he fought, but it was 2011. I mean, you know, it, it just goes on and on. But at the end of the the day, it's a talk show, sports talk show, first and foremost. We are going to give you that HBCU sports that I know a lot of you like and long for. We're going to give you opinions. We're going to talk with student athletes. We're going to talk with coaches. We're going to talk with administrators. We're going to talk with media members, as we have done for 17 years, to bring you up-to-date in terms of what's happening with respect uh, to HBCU sports and what's happening in HBCU sports, we see a renaissance that is happening in in, in, a, in a way uh, that is happening in HBCU sports. I mean, of course, a lot of us uh, have known about H- have known HBCU sports and been speaking about HBCU sports for many many years. I think within the last you know four or five years, you're kind of seeing a renaissance of HBCU that name not just in the sports world but that name HBCU I mean e- even before George Floyd right you were seeing you know the HBCU and I think uh, I think the jo- the George Floyd murder sort of amplified uh, you know black unity and getting back uh, in- into supporting black businesses and also helped HBCUs along the way as well especially in um, a pandemic. So I think all of that has been great. All of that is 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 a wonderful thing. Um, that's just what we want to continue to do. What we have done. Um, you know, we of course always love to hear from you. Uh, you can follow us and tweet us uh, on Twitter at BoxToro, B O X T O R O W on Instagram uh, B O X T O R O W or on our Facebook page B O X the number two R O and also on our website at box So we're appreciative of the 17 years. It's been a great 17 years, a lot of ups uh, and downs, uh, mostly ups, uh, I would say, that has afforded us, you know, opportunity to go many, many places. But more importantly than that, it has given us the opportunity to share our thoughts uh, on HBCU Sports, not only share our thoughts, but listen, we're the conduit between you and those that are participants uh in HBCU sports or whatever the the field may be. We are just the conduit uh to that and we enjoy, you know, certainly enjoy that uh very, very much. We're looking forward to uh, to to more things to come. Uh of course, you can always find us on a radio station near you. You can log on to our website, boxtero.com, and click on the affiliates link hey, hey, if your radio station that you listen to specifically a sports station, uh, we're, we're on a quite a bit of sports stations, um, across the country, or maybe a, a station in your area that caters, uh, maybe more to the black community. Um, I, I think we're on a lot of different stations. Uh, but I think what we've seen over the years is that we're on either sports stations, uh, or those stations that cater to the black community, then not. Then let let your you know your the program director let your radio station know you'd like to hear Box Tarot in your area. I mentioned some of the areas we're on. In I mean, those those that I mentioned earlier are top 50 markets. I mean, we're on in places like Richmond, Virginia. Um, we're we're on in places like um, you know Monroe, uh, Monroe and Ruston, Louisiana. We're on in. You know, in in Oklahoma, Uh, we are on in a lot of places around the country and Box to Row could be airing on a radio station near you. You can also check us out, as I mentioned, (coughs) excuse me, on Sirius XM channels, 141, 142 and 84. Our show airs on Sirius XM channel, 141 HUR Voices each and every uh, Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern. That's 8 a.m. Pacific time. On Saturdays, 9 a.m. Eastern, that's 6 a.m. Pacific time. On Sirius XM channel 142, that's the HBCU channel. And also airing Friday nights, 7 p.m. Eastern, that's 4 p.m. Pacific time, on ESPNU radio on Sirius XM. That is channel 84. So thought I'd just share a little bit of history uh, with you as it pertains to Box to Row. You can share any thoughts you may have on our Twitter page, on our, uh, and on our Facebook page, and also uh, on our uh, Instagram page as well. So don't forget to tell a couple of friends about Box to Row, what it is, where we are, and also tell a couple of friends about the HBCU Football Daily Podcast, where you can watch us here, if you're watching, on the Box to Row YouTube channel, where you can find us Download or listen online at BoxToRow.com as well as iHeartMedia.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Talk with you tomorrow.